I didn't grow up religious, and I consider that a blessing. <laughs> discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus. Found confidence. All of a sudden, I was productive. Less protective. More progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier. But this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stonish Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another, another episode of Discipline Stoners. Stoners. I'm your host, Eleven. My name is Winnie. And, and we, we are, are the Gateway, gateway Drug to Mindfulness. And today, Yo. whoa, our next guest is an American comic, an international performer. He produces up to t- upwards of 25 shows, comedy shows per month. And he is the owner of the Comedy Lab, Toronto's all minority run comedy club. Give it up for Danton Lamal. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being here. Yeah, bro. thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, happy to be around. Fuck it. I need to get, I'm going to get high. Let's yeah, get high. let's get, this is the f- first order of business, everybody. I think it's going to be the only thing that'll make me stop sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, uh, it's there's a heat warning in Toronto today, uh, and it's not even sunny out. It's just the humidity no. is like 100%. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's, what is it, like 25 and 100% humidity? It's like, it feels like walking around in Florida for yeah. no good reason. There is air conditioning on, but uh, I don't really think that's helping you at this point. No, not really. Let I me mean, know I if I can hot, assist you in any way. I run cold. I wish I could offer my cold. Like, I'm like the frozen girl, actually. Like, I'm always just like sitting in the corner. I got to give you this respect, though. Chihuahua. My man is rocking a Prince Purple Rain. Oh my God, yeah. this is a sexy album cover. I mean, yeah. And you're repping some mad culture right there. I love that respect on the Prince shirt. I mean, you know, had to be done. He's it was, so a, it was good. a beautiful birthday gift, so I was uh, I was happy to have it. Um, like, like I, this is honestly only like the third time I've worn it. Uh, last time I wore it was actually when I was doing a show in Arizona. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so do, I mean, we do can. You, there's twenty. What? Do you want a little dab towel? I'm just gonna offer you. Get that. him a yes. dab towel. Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. So, yo, we're all up in the same space. Comedy, cannabis, vibes, uh, moving around North America, doing our thing. How have you found the journey, man? Like, how did you start building this shit up? I started stand-up when I was like 16, then I moved to music. It's, I think stand-up comedy, I love seeing Wynn do it. It's the green one, but you can have this too if you want. But you're all out here, man, and you're producing shows. And immediately when I met you, I could feel your vibe that you're like just part of the fam, like doing your thing. But also I tremendously respect and admire, and I think it's important for people to see people out here building their own fate. Like you're really, like you're not, I mean maybe you get opportunities because you're funny and good to work with, but like you're also making them. Peace, buddy. Um, 
Well, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the thing I saw. Like, I, I, I'd been producing shows all over the world before I even moved here. And so I was, I was excited to continue doing that here. And, like, Toronto definitely had uh, an opening. Um, an opportunity. How long have you been in Toronto now? Yeah. Uh, on and off since 2019. Okay, so yeah, fairly not, new still. Yeah, not even that long. Not even oh, that long. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, we got here right before, like, summer of 19. I moved following my partner and... Okay. Your love, your romantic partner? Yeah. When okay. he had the same experience. I moved yeah. here first, too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, based upon... Sorry. Based upon... We, we only brought one, one lighter because we're really good stoners I'm, today. I'm, deep down, <laughs> I, I'm so excited you're here, but I'm deep down battling the extreme inner hate I have for only bringing one lighter. I'm disgusted with us. I am fucking disgusted. Okay. Oh, shit! <laughs> so we have... <laughs> So you've been here since 2019. You've made quite the splash. Yeah. Um, where else have you produced shows? I want to know where else you've traveled to. Uh, well, yeah. Right before I moved, right before I came here, I was helping to start a comedy club out in St. Petersburg, Russia. What uh, the fuck? Russia? Yeah, yeah, in Russia. You know, yeah. How know, did that opportunity in. come about? Well, that that one, another one, I kind of like created, walked into. Like I was out there. Working for a marketing company. Okay, so that's another part of the brain you have activated. Yeah, yeah. So I was working for a marketing company. I was marketing cryptocurrency, as all people do. Amazing. Uh, you know. <laughs> We're a little in the crypto game. Me and Rob hold an NFT together. <laughs> Half NFT owner. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll be half a millionaire. We, It'll be we, went, we went in. Going for that 500K, baby. Oh, thanks, Ooh, And buddy. another lighter coming in. Yes. Our producer off camera. Thank you, Rob. Love, Rob. Oh, look at this. Now we're safe. Everyone? We we There's enough fire. I was just like, we got, we got it. Everybody's loaded. Thank you, thank you. Okay, so yeah, what was that like? You it was fun. I, uh, I was out there for a year. Holy. And like, so I went out there to, to do marketing and like I was already doing comedy and yeah. I had been producing shows. So I was happy to continue doing that. Like the scene in St. Petersburg obviously wasn't huge because it's Russia. We so. don't laugh a lot. <laughs> and that, yeah, that was like, that was the one thing I definitely thought. I was like, Russians don't laugh. Like, You're marketing comedy in Russia. It's like <coughs> marketing sober in Jamaica. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that, uh, English speakers, or did you speak Russian? Yeah, yeah, Russian? so it was, all, it was all English, right? Okay. Like, yeah, which was the other hurdle, right? Like, you know, doing doing English-speaking comedy in Russia. And, like, we were... I, I, luckily, I was able to team up with a young woman who was already in the process of starting the whole thing. And so I just kind of helped her along with finishing, launching the club. Like, I was there helping doing the marketing, helping make sure people showed up to, the, like, the events, and making sure they ran well, helping to host and stuff. And so it was... How long were you there for? I was there for a year. Holy yeah. fuck. Let's go, Russia bro. for a year. So yeah, you yeah, have... fucking nuts. You have also, and we can get to the other places that you've traveled, but have you always been? Because Americans, um, actually, there's a stat about Americans that like a huge percentage, like 80% or something, don't have a passport. I think it's like 66, but yeah, something yeah. like that. It's over that's, half. that's high. It's, it, yeah, it's high. It's over half. Don't even have a passport. I mean, and like, I get the argument, you know, America's huge. There's so much to see. You don't have to go anywhere. And it's like, true, but. Yeah, you guys have Hawaii, so <laughs> fucking. True. I mean, like, like yeah, you really get a, a huge, a vast range of, well, yeah, you know. Then, yeah, we have everything from basically Canada, which is like, you know, Minnesota, fucking, you know, like everything across the northern Michigan. border. Michigan, Montana, yeah. all of that across the northern border is basically the northern neighbor. Yeah. And then 
you have Florida, fucking Texas, yeah. you know, Arizona. Like you I have, you have everything. Like you have desert. You have like swamp. Yeah. <laughs> you have tropical weather. You have like fucking mountains in the Northwest. You have yeah. everything in America. Yeah. Truly, you do. But it's like, but there's other versions of it somewhere else. Like you don't have yeah. to stay there. And like the thing is, is like every part of America still feels like America. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Even I know when we went, we went to. Um, uh, Maui, mm. and uh, when I saw the Costco there, I was like, I don't know, I just didn't expect that. Right? Like, <laughs> I wanted it to be more exotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wanted them to not have capitalism like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Mexico. I mean, in LA, you could look around and be like, Am I in Mexico right now? Right. Sometimes Santielli vibes, but like, still, it's good to go other places and actually catch. Yeah. The I also had an intense OG. conversation about uh, uh, the National Rifle Association oh, uh, in yeah. America Those with fuckers. a uh, oh, about a fifty-year-old woman who was very passionate about owning guns. Oh yeah, she she was a fan. Huh? Yeah. 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 Oh god. I, <laughs> Look, I've shot a gun. I've shot one. Me too. Oh, yeah. 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 Me too. I've you know, and I got the boner, and, like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a feeling of an, an instinctual power mixed with, like, the sexiness of this well-designed... Mm. Fucking pistol. I've, oh, shot, yeah, I've well, shot a rifle. I've never shot a, like a pistol or. Oh, like, I oh. think the gun was the first thing made ergonomic. Like I think. <laughs> I'm <laughs> pretty sure. Like if you look at it, like well it was designed for your shoulder. It was like designed to help, like with the kickback, even when they were rifles. Right? Yeah. Right. Like so, it, it 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 was the first ergonomic mass-produced thing, and it's you know crazy that we put that much energy into something that's made to kill. No, but that's what humans <laughs> do exactly. I was just gonna say that we focus so heavily. Same with like all the science that happened during World War II. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty brutal, shitty time that you can't find a lot of good on the surface in. Uh, but fucking science in terms of consciousness was going, whoa. And then like same with like humans go to war, build a tank. Why don't you build fucking shelters instead of a fucking tank? We put our energy in war. It's a yeah. fucking weird Same thing. with humans, though. If someone you walk down the street, say, hey, you're looking good. You look good. Smile, smile, smile. One guy says, you stupid you piece of shit. Or like, you know? And it's like, that pisses you off more. It takes up more space in your brain. Yeah. Then like, everything nice that just happened. Yeah. It cancels out all nine of these compliments when one person says something rude. So it's kind of like the human condition to kind of like be on the negative come up. I feel like... <laughs> Do like aliens haven't exposed themselves intentionally yet? Because <laughs> I saw because that too, bro. I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it seem cute. <laughs> Um, intent. Well, I just saw something today on Instagram. I don't know what it was. I need to go back and look at it. But it was it was that spacecraft, that UFO that was found, and there was some something that looked alive that was not of hu that was not human, non-human being reported. Yeah. But yeah. So um, they reported it. That's so what's I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, like that. That may, probably was an accident. And this is where this is coming from. Where I just don't. I feel like they know that we're going to turn. We're going to band together and turn on them. Yeah. yeah that's so that's why they not, yeah, trying to so, throw so, the alien in our face. Just be like, yeah. Oh, maybe. Or she means eventually. I about think, that story. I think that's why aliens haven't come yet because they're going to be like because they're like no they're too stupid still. No, essentially, the they're going to try and kill us because oh, they don't not. understand us because what we don't understand. And we want to eliminate. We always do. The yeah. reason why the politics here stopped the mandates for a while because they were getting a little worried people were going to start to kick back. Like, I, same with the U.S. government. I think about keeping aliens under wraps. They're like, 
how far can we push them to shut up before they start asking, you know, before... I mean, mm. I, I could see that. Yeah. Do you oh, no. believe in aliens? I do believe in aliens. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, the, the universe and, I mean, just, you know, space is too vast for there, for us to be the only thing. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, I, I find that right? hard to believe. I know. Yeah. Whether or it not they want to come here. It is crazy that we haven't seen anything with our, like, senses yet. But we that's have. Well, that's the thing. It's like, people have. And yeah. Like, and so, like, there are reports everywhere all the time. And, like, I think, like, they have come and they've checked shit out. And, like, honestly, like, like you said, if you've seen our movies, I wouldn't introduce ourselves either. Like, yeah. I'd just be like, you know what? It's good. I don't even want to be in the sky above them, noticeably. <laughs> uh, like, they're going to nuke the sky, which is going to hurt them, but they're going to do it anyway. Like, yeah, because yeah, we're dumb. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's exactly what we... There's three movies where we nuke a fucking <laughs> spaceship sky. in our sky. And they have, like, zero-point energy figured out. They can disappear to another dimension in a second, and they think they're like, the big American fucking gun gun take them down. Okay, okay. I mean... Um, that is also with most aliens coming to America, true. But like, <laughs> oh my god, that took me just half a second longer than it should have. <laughs> so um, good. Okay, so, so good. did you always? <laughs> do you come from a traveling family? Is that why you're you've been, like been? Why so, are you so fearless? Uh, well, yeah, no, like me. So yeah, I was born out west, right, and then I uh, I grew up in the east, right. So I grew up in Massachusetts, and like my uh, so like I I was moving around a lot. There was one point when I was, you know, school age. I like five years went to like five different schools just because we bounced around. Yep. And yep. so like I just got very used to starting over. Uh. <laughs> and like I'm very good at it. And so I'm like, yes, sir. Like that's why it took me three years to open up a place when I got here. Like I was like, ah, oh, I know what I'm doing. And like it wasn't even the intention. Like it was just, oh, like this opportunity's here. Like perfect. Like I'd been producing because I love producing shows. I don't like waiting for opportunities yep. because I never get enough waiting. So yeah. fuck it. Like it's Dude. always build your own wherever you go. That's why I produce shows wherever I go. Like last time I was in Mexico, did a couple shows. Like, because what's to stop you just from having a partner, a venue partner? People want the congregation of good vibe. I mean, do when you're doing comedy. Or doing something that really, like, what's the intention here? Get together, make people laugh, yeah. have them have a good night, bring your friends out. So, but, go ahead. Sorry. No, just like, I, you, you nodded at me when you observed a similarity between him and I uh, with, like, I also had a little bounce of around childhood situations, so I'm not intimidated by not having a backbone or a home or a safe space. Yeah. Like, everywhere's home. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's not, I'm, I, exactly, I share that with you, and yeah. I, I love that. So, I don't see it a lot. <laughs> yes, no, that's true. People need safety. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you take away this idea of home, especially in you know North America, um, or you know developed countries, it's like uh, most people that would cause a lot of fear. Shatter for yeah, they break, right. Yeah. So, and that's understandable, I think, depending on how you grew up. So, well, is yeah. there is there something that causes you apprehension or you know is there is something there anything that, that scares you yeah kind of <laughs> staying in america too long uh, <laughs> i think you're not alone there no? right like yo i was i was explaining to somebody i was like as soon as i leave as soon as i cross the border going anywhere the shot of, the, the chance of getting shot goes down drastically yeah like it's insane yeah. um but no i like, guess do you enjoy uncertainty I like do. do you okay i do i do yeah. i do like i was gonna say like for real though like yeah being being out in the world is fun 
best answer though. <laughs> best thorough answer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So that's gonna be a clip for sure. Oh we're, my god. So 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 but just to, yeah, no, we're gonna use that. Uh but but Winnie's concerned with like healing the darkness, but I feel where you're coming from where I'm not really analyzing what I didn't have or don't have or don't need. I'm just falling forward into the new idea. Yeah. And maybe that can be something. And you did land on something. And I know about your Toronto show before I got the pleasure of meeting you in person. And like you built something with the buzz. Can you tell us a little bit about is that a, is that a fucking sexy bridge or <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been fortunate to hit the ground running since I got here. Um, Toronto's been very welcoming in that light. Like it's uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm very focused on giving opportunities to like minority comics, um, yes. and so like I make sure that every show you know is going to be the most minority forward show you're going to see. It's going to have the most women on it out of most lineups, unless it's an all woman show. Like, <laughs> like it's that. just you know we try to make sure that when you come to one of our shows, no matter which one it is. No matter if it's at the lab, if it's dope comedy, if it's token comedy, like we make sure that there's representation. Yes, you know, and that because like that always matters. Whoever says it doesn't matter, you're probably a straight white guy. Like you can only listen to a straight white boy complain for so long with the same problems. <laughs> we actually fucking, it's so funny. I think that's such a good priority. Yeah, I think that's so fucking awesome. And obviously, Toronto resonates with that being one of like pretty diverse places in the world yeah. like we fucking love that well and like i like the way i like the way toronto was explained to me when i first got here because i was like what, what how would you explain toronto people were like oh it's like new york and i'm like it's not really like new york it's not mm. though and somebody was like all right you know how new york is like the melting pot right like everything boils down to american toronto is like the soup <laughs> Yo, because it's totally. done. That's right. It's not inactive. It's it's done. Like it's it's just all it's, one it's fucking. Whole. It's it's it, yeah. anything. Yeah. It's so it's carrots. like it, it's yeah. It's a it's bits of everything that comes here to make Onions. one whole thing that is Toronto. Like which we're, I'm like that's pretty dope. Yeah, and it's like next level. I love that. I love that, bro. Yes, yeah. because have, melting pot never felt right for Toronto. No, and like I agree, like because it it's doesn't feel like yeah, it's a, it's a soup. Everybody's like we're not talking about are still Por there, Puerto know? Rican or Black or Italian. We're talking about like trans Asian women. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you know what I'm saying, like exactly. we're, we're mixing up the soup. We're doubling it up. Everything. I'm talking about yeah. Ecuadorian. I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, Indies, Ghana, <laughs> Ethiopian Jews, like yeah, exactly. and there's like there's like little little countries. I love all of the little spaces too. Oh yeah, little like little areas Portugal. that you can go to in Toronto. Little there's Korea the most town. I think of those places. Yeah, in Toronto we than any city yeah. I've ever been to. No, like there's because well, like when I first got here, they're like, oh, that's over in Little Italy, that's over in like Cabbage Town, that's yeah. over in like like Little Korea, which I was like, which one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it has two. Chinatowns or two Korean right? towns. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, okay. There's like, a little Portugal. There's definitely yeah, there's a little Portugal, Portugal. Saint Clair, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, so I was just like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, neighborhoods are really neighborhoods. Little here. Jamaica, yeah. Eglinton. Shout mm. out Eglinton oh, yeah. at 3 a.m. on any night. I was going to say Saturday, but fucking Tuesday night. And, yo, that's talking about some of the best jerk I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. Like the big smoker out there. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. It's a real deal. Yeah, no, I will say I've had some of the best jerk I've ever had. Right? Here in Toronto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like I love food. The food and, is good oh, here. Oh, the food is amazing. Here. That's what I, that's what keeps me coming back other than my partner. Uh, 
<laughs> fuck? That's, that's what every human wants to do. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I love that. That's true. I don't I think, I don't know if every human does, but, like, that's really, those are, like, in, those are in my top two. Yeah. Those are the safety. Yeah, the other one we're doing now, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, performing. I think all three of us yeah. share a love for performing, oh my God. right? Yeah, no, that was, the, like that was the thing that killed me during the pandemic. I tried doing, that was my first foray in, like, trying to do, like, a, like a podcast or, like, YouTube, anything. Yeah, was during the pandemic. So I was just like, I can't fucking go without performing somehow. Like yeah. once I had started, I was just like, you got to express, man. Yeah, your soul mm -hmm. needs to express. Mm -hmm. Did you do the Zoom I comedy did. shows? I did do the Zoom comedy shows. Uh, I that's... did not love them. <laughs> no, of course not. We do it for the energy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm even. I have some uh, Zoom opportunities right now, yeah. and I'm having like panicky energy around them. <laughs> And I just like, I'm trying to sort that out for myself. Yeah, I don't know. The one thing I will thank Zoom for is the fact that it got me used to doing comedy high. Before, oh. like before before Zoom, I couldn't I couldn't smoke for four hours before. Show. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm there. I'm yeah. there now. And at Puff Mama shows, I try. Sometimes I try because it's a safe space. Yeah, yeah it's a safe space to be high. <laughs> and and, um, and I fuck I fuck up. I just I'm I don't. Yeah. And then since the last time I was high and I didn't perform well, I was like, Nah, I'm not. not I'm not it. doing this right now. I mean, I feel that. Maybe again one day in the future, but I need to get better first. Yeah, no, I feel that. Like I definitely. Oh no, now especially like. With the club, I get a lot of experience with it because I'm like, man, I'm gonna be high. So <laughs> <laughs> whenever I hit the stage, yeah. do you think you're funnier high? Uh, I think I'm not less funny. So nice. <laughs> good answer. Uh, I like that answer. <laughs> like I definitely know things that make me less funny. Like I know there is a point at which I am too drunk to still be funny. Or yeah. Like, I don't drink yeah. when I perform at all. Yeah. So dumb. I barely drink anyway. But yo. Um, you not only create your own opportunities with shows, but <clears throat> something else I admire about you, and I'd love to hear you share with the audience a bit. Um, I hear so many talented artists tell me why they aren't successful because they just can't get their shit together to market themselves or write their fucking bio, or you're not only doing that, but you've actually turned it into a skill, similar to myself, to not only maybe help a little cash flow yourself, but it's the same, uh, but also serve people in that capacity. You do copy, you do campaigning. Your brain is on create and receive. Like, because you receive the opportunity to perform. You know, when people are like, yeah. I, I'll perform, that's my contribution. It's like, at this point, <laughs> you gotta even it out with some, production or yeah. something yeah so how did when did that happen was that was that a job you had before you dove into stand-up or did you learn that along the way in order to market yourself a lot of it is a bit of both right like mm -hmm. I learned I learned uh, fucking design because like I do all of our posters so like I learned design back in high school so good uh, and then I started doing copywriting six years ago Fuck, so you just, that's that's such a skill. Like, it really yeah. is. Fuck. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we spent so that. long. We spent, we it's spent so much our time. Our number on one. I'm trying to recruit you right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this is our biggest challenge. And we do it. We yeah. will spend a whole day doing yeah. it. You got it. Like, something that may take you an hour probably takes us five <laughs> together. Yeah. But we will do it. And that's the thing. So, like, you have not only like the artistry nailed on the performance, but like also being able to know what to do with it. That's like, that's so important. Cause we, I think we all probably know some very funny people that you're just like, 
no one's gonna know. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody. It was like not you're just, enough. You're not willing to do the thing. Uh, nobody's ever gonna know about you. Yeah. Like, I, why? I, why can you suck it up like that? Why don't you have an excuse? Why is the excuse back here and the action is here and you're closer to that? What happened? Ah. Uh, <laughs> why you like that? <laughs> Tough parents? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, that was the answer I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's like, what I'm looking that's, for. That's really honestly it. Like okay. my parents, well, because it, it was it was to do anything I wanted to do. Like especially when I was young, like I had to get good grades, had to maintain the grades to like Fuck. play sports, and they were on you. And I, if I wanted to do anything, any like any extracurriculars, because like I tried karate and stuff, and like you know I would go to like I, there was like I, I was just extroverted as a child, so like I just wanted to do anything outside of the house, anything. Um, and so like I just had to keep my grades up for that. And then, like, even when I got into boarding school, it was the same deal. You got into like, boarding school? Yeah, yeah, I went to boarding school. How was that? Dub. Uh, <laughs> you're just the dope. most so I think you're the most social person I think I've ever truly met. Like, your heart is in harmony with the one at all times. <laughs> like, holy shit. I mean, I try. Do you uh, ever not want to see people? No, no, there are times where, like, I do need to recharge but you after take, a while. you take that time. Yeah. You yeah, know when to yeah, cut I, it off. I know, I know, yeah, well, because that's the thing. It's like, you got to know yourself, right? You got to know when to, when to take time for yourself uh, and realize it's not selfish. It took me a while to realize it's not selfish, but... We just figured this out. <laughs> I'm talking weeks ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, it's just like, oh, shit, all right, yeah. No, you I'm, eventually realize that you're, like, showing up as a better self for everyone that you love. Yeah. But somehow that isn't at the forefront of your thinking when you're When in, you're not. It, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, and that's, but that's the thing. It's like, it, it's, I don't know, it is, it is like a practice in meditation of, like, being able to remove yourself from a situation and be like, fuck. I'm being a dick. Uh, why am I being a dick? Oh, <laughs> I'm upset about this. All right, cool. Do you think weed help, helps with that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, weed helped me realize that that's a thing that I should do. <laughs> me too. Me yeah. too. That's when I really, like, when Love I that. had those yeah. experiences, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this plant. Like, that's when I really was like, this Miracle. just, this just, I just changed my mind yeah. through the help of, of cannabis for in, a, in a direction that feels so much more authentic and real and sustainable and I, it was just it was yeah i got a wild. question as a thriving entrepreneur and a performer uh, myself as an artist sometimes does struggle with giving myself enough time in front of the mic in the studio like just being creative having fun playing going to jams ciphering yeah shit that i the reason why my career is what it is on a skill level and on an obsession fun level i forget to do that sometimes and i stay in professional mode and crunch out what i think it was going to help my business, you know? Yeah. Do you, speaking of boundary setting, do you have any clear, like, boundaries like that for yourself? Or or it could be, like, marketing clients. Like, look, I'm going to work on their shit till three, but after that, three to six is working on my show, and then I'm off at six. Like, do you have any of that organization going on? Uh, I mean, when shit's good, yes. Like, right now, <laughs> I, I'm broke enough to where I'm like, yo, fucking finding clients. <laughs> So the priorities change. Yeah. Okay. But like the good thing is, is like I know that at the club there are three shows that I could hit up this weekend. Right. And like I like I I can write on stage, which is fun. Oh. Right? Talk like, about that, because people who don't know internal comedian talk. Well, yeah. Like I I mean, even if it's just riffing, like I record everything, so it's like it's writing on stage. Like as long as it, it got a laugh and it's something I think I can work on later, like. I'm gonna, you know, work that into a bit. Like I had a one bit that I'd been working on for a while. Just started off with one line, 
And then, <laughs> like, because I just thought that one line was funny. And then, like, I kept going. Follow and, it. like, you know, it, it eventually became, like, a, you know, two-minute bit. But, like, wow. it, it worked. And, like, the, wow. the whole thing was, it was just, like, I was on stage once and, like, somebody was like, ah, oh, you know, you should talk about religion. And I was just like, I didn't grow up religious, and I consider that a blessing. <laughs> like, I just started there That's with a it. bar. That's <laughs> a bar right there. Yeah. That's a bar. That's also just so brave. Like, I, I know that eventually maybe I'll be w more willing because when I first started stand-up, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, everything in my body was like, no, don't do it. Don't go up there. And <laughs> they will judge you. Even for you so will. long. For yeah. so long. Like, I'd be, we'd be in an Uber in the winter to go up to, like, an open mic. And up until I, like, signed up, I'd be like, you can still turn around. Like crazy. Uh, no, we pay for this Uber. No, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, um, and I got high and forgot exactly where I was going with this. Oh, but the marketing boundaries, time. Um. Or oh no, writing on the spot. Writing. On oh the yeah, yeah, writing on the spot. Thank you. Um, and so like that, what you just did, like to take something and just like I don't. I'm not at the point yet still where silence is like comfortable. Too long, you know, there's mo and there's moments, it's interesting actually, because there's moments where I know what I'm gonna say next, and then the silence between what I've last said and what I'm gonna say next feels good. Yeah. But when I forget mm. from what I say last to what I'm gonna say next, that silence yeah. feels <laughs> deafening. <laughs> well, see, yeah, and like being high on stage, I definitely forget what I'm gonna say from time to time, and I'm like. <sighs> and the audience <laughs> is just like, <laughs> and like it's fine because like they're just waiting like yeah. it's it's okay as long as you're like because the thing that Especially the thing that really high. got me okay with it um with with silence uh was that it's it's good to remember that the audience feels how you feel exactly so as long as you're okay with the silence I, that, they're it, like it serves a purpose totally. i don't know what it is yet but he's he's leading the show yeah right so that was the most insightful performance tidbit i think that's ever been said on this show yeah. <laughs> and that's that's fucking beautiful. That's but it, i mean it is it's performance wide no yeah. matter what so, you're that, bro, yeah I, I go to the i go to the open mics with her right and it's like but my music shows the people i'm performing with are like very seasoned and myself i like i will live, I'll probably die on stage. I love it, I'm more calm on stage than I am in real life. Word. And I watch people's hands shake when they're on stage because they're nervous. And then I watch the audience for sure in the front row, I don't know if the back row can always see it, but for, for, for sure in the front row, start to, they, they shift. They and you, like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like yeah. they, they, they're scared for you almost. It's an empathetic yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like any comedians, well there's probably, might probably be a couple comedians that watch this, take time to meditate or ground yourself. Before I go on stage, I meditate. Mm -hmm. I don't totally. care if it's so loud, like, or if it's in public, or you gotta sit down in a green room full of other artists and just shut the fuck up for a minute. And like, I think that, like, cause that's, that's what same. I loved about you on stage. Like, I felt like I was just hanging with you. I felt like I just got that, we all got to hang out with our one funny buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what that, I felt like. And you know, I mastered that. I used to run an open mic, uh, like when things were kind of calming down with the club in St. Petersburg for a bit, like I did a, an open mic at an Russia apartment. Russia decided against the laughter. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, the, well, the club decided. And I was just like, all right, fine, fine. Uh, like the, the space we had, so we were just like, all right, fine, we're, we're not really a club if we don't have a space. And right. I was like, all right, fine, whatever, we'll go. And like somebody was like, oh, I love the show. Do it in my apartment. 
Oh shit! <laughs> I was I like, that. "That's cool." Okay, and like I've seen this shit on like New York shows, so I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, fuck it." Like, if your set looks like an apartment, I can do it in an apartment. Yeah. And everybody would just sit on the floor on like pillows and blankets and shit, and then like we would just have the no mic open mic. Dude. <laughs> and there was no I love mic. It. Yeah. And so it's I like you're it. literally just the funny friend in the corner telling a story right now. I love that. Well, I mean, as I said, I did a so far sound show here in this gallery. And that's what it was. It was acoustic. And that little bit more that people have to listen mm -hmm. actually causes like like when there's a mic and it's amplified, you're a little bit like privileged that you can fucking yammer and clink your drinks and still hear. Yeah. But like it's like when it's acoustic, people actually have to like get in there with you and listen deeply. Yeah. Whitney did one of those shows. I've done like homes before, like small yeah. homes and yeah. apartments. Yeah, yeah. Right. they're, they're yeah. always an Kel interesting. Kel does his intimate series. Oh, yeah, so the I've intimate series. His. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was apartment. I, I like went apartment. up. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> See, having done apartment shows, I was like, that's an apartment. Yeah. It was fucking sweet, though. Like, everyone it's was... It's a dope a, it's, apartment. And also, it's just, like, people are there for the show. Like, yeah. if you're doing an open mic at a bar, like, the, the groove bar that I I, oh, am, I frequent and am in love with is half it's people watching It's like a fucking sports. TV show. I know. Okay, so this is common. So so let me go on a riff about this. What oh, just I happened told so much. I love it. Winnie decides to choose the strangest things. It's so out of the way. We live all the way central I downtown. It. And it's it's, it's almost so in Scarborough. Easy. It's so yeah. far. And there's not a stage. I help put up the backdrop every time we're there. That yeah. is just a But he gets flyer. into Rob. Shout out Rob, right? Yeah, yeah. And his dad and him constantly walk through the stage as the comedian is going, delivering food, food. and like totally <laughs> oblivious that there's a show going on and just walking like, I don't give a fuck. And I love these guys. And me and Winnie have always chosen weird places to go, like yeah. shitty restaurants at 2 a.m. Oh, in Vancouver called Night and Day, where everyone seemed like they were trapped in the 70s. We choose to pay money to go there. and then It's a beautiful experience. She gets in these ridiculous, hilarious cycles and I have such a kick watching her do it. You hate it. I hate it, but I love it. I know, like I, you're welcome. I go there to like just... <laughs> fucking tip big and give comedians love on my Instagram. You can't help but tip there. I love these I guys. Just, yeah, I love these guys. Like, you know what I mean? They're the inconvenient uncles mm. that swears too much at dinner that you're just like, I love you, Uncle Frank. And as yeah. of recently, it's actually had audience members. Yeah. So wow. it's not just comedians. Yes. Oh, okay. so, Have you ever done it? Mm -mm. Oh, man, it's Why so would you? far. Why? <laughs> I, well, no, like, actually, no, no, to be fair, to be fair, I, when I first exactly. got here, when I first got here, I did do Groove Bar. It was one of the first bars I did when I first got here. When you first got here. And I was just like, if this is comedy, <laughs> a lot needs to fucking change. Was it Ruby? Or uh, I don't remember who was hosting. The short, I, the short I just remember, guy. I just, I, I, yeah, no, I don't think it was him. because he, he is he horrible. He introduced himself to me later. In the um, best way. Like, I mean, like, horrible in, like, the funniest way. Like, he says he's the darkest mind in comedy. He does. And <clears> says <throat> some, like, outdated shit, like, about women or something to women. Uh, and then I'm like, Oh my God, that's hilarious! Because he's saying it, you know? Uh, but like, not like... really. <laughs> I was just saying, it's like, it's, it, well, because it's funny because it's the awkwardness of it. It's just like, wow, you just, you, 
You went did there. it. You did it. He's like a you warrior. Did honestly. It. Um, That's what I, I, I think like, I just can't imagine all that energy coming at you and you're just like, ping, ping, bouncing love, off. It doesn't love. affect him at all, man. He's the fucking. Everyone I mean, no, it takes love. a resilience for that. He yeah. definitely does. Like, I, he, I don't know, when, like, he, 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 he has asked to do the lab and I've told him no because I'm just like, I can't have that. It's like, a risk. Well, yeah, that's fair though. Yeah, well, no, because like my like we're, we are a safe space. Like I yeah. don't want somebody who's gonna I know is gonna say something offensive. Yeah. Like if I happen right. to book somebody and they happen to say something offensive, like that wasn't what I thought they were gonna do. Right. But him, I'm like, I, I, I'm betting against He's myself for if it. I expect you not to. Yeah. Like and like that's just and I think that's, that's good, who he is. Like and a like, good business owner on you your gotta protect end, you know the space. what I mean? It's yeah. like it does that like you've created a culture. But and shout like, out the hilarious. You know, you can't. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Like awesome. Yeah, and there's so many um, variations. That's what's fucking crazy. And there's so many expressions of comedy, but like. Bro, I really love the way that you're doing it. Going oh, about it and the community you're cultivating is beautiful. I also wanted to say you that to to um, of, you got to come to one of my mics. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you got to come to yeah, the mic yeah. at the lab. I've We're, been meaning to honestly. I just started getting consistent what, recently. What night do you hit mics? Like, what nights do you hit mics? Um, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday mostly. Oh well, yeah, come to the mic on Thursday. Okay, great. <laughs> it's the second best mic in the city. <laughs> <laughs> the best mic is Friday. Um. <laughs> I like that. So like, um, I could do a Friday. Too. We also I do a Saturday one during the summer. Okay. Uh, at ten, like they're all at ten o'clock. So. Ten o'clock, killing me. I mean, I, I, <laughs> there's an eight o'clock show. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. No, uh, I'll definitely come. It's summertime. We're partying. And we got to have you on something for mm. sure. You know, oh, like, yeah, so I'm down. down. Yeah. Um, I wanted to say when you were talking about. Um, something it was with acting and how when you're in an audition because I know we can talk about your web series maybe a little bit that you're oh, working yeah. on but um, when you're in an audition and like if you flub up oh yeah people reacting and and feeling your weirdness or your awkwardness, awkwardness. or whatever yeah. like it's the same in a, in live auditions which we don't really do anymore but like yeah. when you fuck up a line like if you can recover from that without allowing it to like be like oh my god I just yeah, ruined, ruined this whole thing you nah. know what you're I mean? too confident like that. that's that's a sign of a real pro yeah. and it's because you're not selfish enough to make your uh, audience, audience suffer yeah. yeah yeah basically so but anyways you're you also dabble in acting or are you more on the producing directing side uh, all of it uh, uh, of course yeah. <laughs> that makes sense that adds up yeah. yeah yeah no so like the the show I'm writing is for like I have a role in it and then like uh, I don't know if you guys know uh, Ava Alval yeah yes. we did the pride parade yeah dope together um, with so, Puff Mama fuck yeah. I love Alval so yeah she's in it and then so, Foad, so funny I don't know if you yeah. know Foad Foad yeah. HP he's in it so Cliff good. Knight no, You're producing yeah. content with dope comedians from the city? Yeah. Bro. It's a show about the city, in the city, with comics from the city. Okay, like, it's like a docu-thing. No, it's not. No. Uh, they're just acting in it. Oh, my um, God. So it's like a skit, kind of. Like well, it's a, yeah, it's a, well, it's a web series. Oh, so web series. it'll be an eight-episode web series that we're actually shooting the trailer for in August. Um, yeah, so it's very exciting. Like we're gonna shoot the whole thing next summer. So like we're gonna shoot the trailer, fundraise over the next year. Indiegogo, and then, exactly. Uh, Private, kind of. We're gonna do basically the way we're gonna do it is like kind of Indiegogo style, except with events, 
right? So it's like hey. we'll have uh, basically campaigns that'll be long runs. Okay. And so it'll be like for about three months leading up to a show, you can donate and you can buy tickets to the show, right? You can do both. Um, you can do either or. Right? I like that. And so, like, each ticket is also a donation, but you can make an extra one. You can donate to get, like, certain levels of things, right? You can donate to be, like, you know, come and see the, the, the green room, right? Have VIP seats, whatever. Um, and that'll we all will. be part of the fundraising. Right. Yeah, and that so, is so smart and brilliant you, that you, you got that worked out. You got to look into some grants. Word, I will. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we are we are applying for things. It's just those take time. They do so. take time, and they're super annoying, and no one wants to do them. Mm -hmm. And it might even be worth, um, honestly, like actually, and we can talk about this after, but worth paying someone to yeah. find you grants and. Um, and pitch you because uh, I really think that you guys could get some cash. Oh yeah, and no, I think so too. And I mean, I've already got some uh, some interest from like production people in the city. Nice. Um, that's how we're gonna like we're gonna shoot in the trailer basically just with like production help for, for free. Like we're paying yep. the sound guy. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what you do. Sound is the thing that no one will do for free. Right? Yeah, <laughs> we're at we're at a friend's bar. Like we're paying the sound guy, camera guys. That's what I do with like, the special. Yeah, uh, got yeah. you. When well, are we, you hoping to have your your little trailer out? Uh, hopefully, the trailer will be out. October, November. We will right. update um, this description with that link when it drops. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the goal is definitely before December, but yeah. Um, and then, you know, we'll be, yeah, shopping it around. Yeah. Like the, the first show we plan for the spring, um, that'll be our first fundraising show, and then we'll have another one right before summer. Um, so, like, it'll be. So, like one so, will be a big show, and the other one will be like more of an intimate show. Yeah. This is another good example right here of you doing the thought work it takes to be a producer and carry a project. That requires a lot of focus and a lot of like sugar. Like literally, <laughs> how's your nutrition? Like so, uh, my brain gets so tired thinking like that sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not the. I mean, not the best, but no. I like I cook a lot, so I don't know. You do That's cook. Good. Yeah, I cook. Yeah, it's another crossover. Yeah. Many That's um, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's one of my it's one of my first main creative outlets. That's right. It's at home. It's available. It benefits yeah. everyone if you, you do need it, well. it every day. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Do you know like what you're putting practice. in your body? I yeah. think it's a yeah. big, big difference for people who uh, eat out and yeah. cook at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, huge. I, like I love, and the thing is, is like now, like because I'm I'm hustling a lot, and so now I'm trying to get to the point where I can buy back my time to cook more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, I know. Um, cooking takes a long time. I don't do any of the cooking. He does all the cooking in our household. Um, and I'm the impatient one that's like, can we eat now, please? Oh, my God. But she, she won't engage with the kitchen. She'll just, like, pace it and be like, yeah, so food then. Like, basically. And it's like. Or just, like, steal stuff before it's ready. And I learned that chefs do not like that. Yeah, no. no that I've portioned this. Like, yeah. if you were to come here and be like, hey, slice me off another bit of cucumber while I'm doing the whole raw thing, no problem. There's your own chunk. Go snack. Perfect. But Always just do that. Bullshit. <laughs> Solutions. This is why I, I keep really, baby really good. And you know what? I do. I keep baby carrots, cucumbers. Just on deck. Pastries, yeah, on deck. Yeah, just, just for snackage. Snacks. Like, cause yeah. you know sometimes like you're you're running home, you're late, you know, like yeah. you, you both were out, like you, you took a walk, it took too long. You're just like, oh shit, all right, well dinner's gonna be a little later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you can snack on this hummus and pita or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know a little quick nom, you know maybe like a quick sandwich or whatever. Yeah, like do yeah. a little cu sliced cucumber, a little kimchi and goat cheese on it. Ooh. 
Nice. Were you a, um, I mean, this this episode's going to be, it's not going to be relevant anymore when this episode comes out, I think. <laughs> yes, but um, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oh, I already saw Barbie. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, uh, that was the choice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was an okay. easy choice. Like, I, I mean, to be so fair, too. I didn't really see any of the ads for Oppenheimer. So, because like, I don't, we don't, we don't have cable, so. I'll see you there. And like, I definitely just, you know, I don't. And I, like, I saw like I saw a bunch of stuff for Barbie just because other people were posting it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, well, Barbie looks fun. And I mean, like it, it was Barbie. I'm like, yo, who didn't grow up knowing about Barbie? Totally. Yeah. And like I, the totally. the tagline that sold it for me was like, if you loved Barbie, this movie is for you. If you hated Barbie, this movie is for, for you. you. If you were indifferent about Barbie, this movie is for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. <laughs> like, you've got everybody. It's Margot did it Robbie. Up? Yeah, it did. I fucking loved it. Nice. Like it's great, mainly because it you know pisses off the right wing, and it was like it was kitten gloves as far as what it could have done. Like, like as far as yeah, you're saying it's from a very feminist uh, perspective, if you will. Like it was like sl- it was hitting up like some of the right wing, as you were saying, has like the, their who is the Pierce guy who was like it's oh attacking my God, Pierce, men. We, yeah, we we watched an interview uh, from Piers Morgan oh afterwards, so and he's like, was this it, is it a direct attack? Was it slash? men or was it just empowering women it wasn't even slashing men oh so what the fuck it was slashing it... patriarchy as a structure okay like cool. that was a thing nice. it, it, there was a very nice allegory with horses it was awesome but uh <laughs> <laughs> i love that yeah like it was good right and, like on. that's the thing is like there was a whole like there was also like a whole being a man is hard arc like <laughs> oh, in the fucking barbie movie where the whole thing is like oh, oh that like, left out yeah, so it's just like, yo, I what the fuck? Are you, like, yo, how are you mad? Like, you're mad because you're, you know, your fan base just wants you to be mad because they're not going to go see it. I so. think so. <laughs> I think that's what's going on sometimes a they're little bit. They're playing to the crowd. Oh yeah, God. it's There's like so this is what is expected it's of the me. Right and left battle. Well, yeah, because like people are just making money. I feel like a lot of the point, and like they're just they're just saying things because they know it's going to get them clicks. It's political. And I'm like, yeah, it's political. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, yeah, it's a good way to make money, but fuck off. Like, yeah, you're real. not making things better. Polarization doesn't help. That's 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 done. That joint's done. Here's a Word. re-up. Nice. Fuck. All right. Well, I'll have to check out the Barbie movie. It looks great. I yeah. think Margot Robbie is is good, and Ryan Gosling is good. And I dyed my hair blonde like the day it came out, and I didn't even know. Well, yeah. No, I like I, I kenned up for it. Like you got pink. Oh yeah. Well, I, no, I, I wore, I I wore a floral everyone. shirt. Floral. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bandana as an ascot. Hey! Like, so, like, if you looked like straight from the front, it looked like it. But if like, I had a picture taken side profile, and one of my boys called me out on it, and he was like, "Is that a fucking ghetto ascot?" And I was like, "Hey!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> like, from the front, it looks the same. <laughs> I love that. I love when people get excited to go watch movies. Like downtown, we seen like groups of girls like get super done up, all Barbie-ish. Like I had no idea that it meant so much to people. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Like well, we, we really went to the Mario Brothers movie, and people dressed up for that, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. dressing up is very in now, which is great. It's I like feel cosplay like, at the theater. Yeah. Well, because like, people it were doing it for Batman everybody. a while ago. Oh, like, I feel like Batman was the first time I ever saw that, like, at mm-hmm. the theater as a kid. Remember just, like, that mask with the yep. bad ears? Like, and it's like, that kid never stopped. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like, it I, is great. We should always great. dress that. up. We should celebrate. Yeah, no, like, I think it's fucking awesome. Like, I was happy to do it for this one. Uh, and, like... Oh no, it was great. Like I, looks, well, I was just out in Arizona, and I brought back a Isn't pink cowboy hat. There? Oh, pink cowboy hat. 
Yeah, I brought back a king, but it wasn't even for me, right? I brought it back for a friend who had specifically made a request, Mickey Dykeman, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they had asked me to bring it back, and I'm like, all right, I got you. And then, like, I was wearing it <laughs> in amazing. I was wearing it in the airport. It's very cool. And, like, I caught a glimpse of myself, and I was like, damn, I should have got me one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, like, no. I got to go I gotta go back. I'm going, like, I got to go back. Go. I got to go back, you know, grab one. How was the comedy down there? Uh, it was it was fun. Like, it was different, you know? It was, like... It was interesting because like I went to, I went to an open mic and it was like hosted by a gay comic, and then like I heard a bunch of like very toe in the line homophobic jokes. I'm like, ah, oh, still Arizona though. All right. Oh. Sounds- like it's it's liberal up. It's liberaled up, but it's still got those like just. No, from comedians or from the crowd. I mean, that's just no. It's just the culture. So yeah, that's basically just it. It would fuck. definitely still be. Isn't in that the comedy. weird? How ge- ge- geographically, like, sometimes plays a role in how like forward uh, a think a thinker is, an individual, their external influence. Yeah, yeah. It, how's the weed in Arizona? Uh, well, it's legal, so okay. It's pretty, pretty dope. Pretty yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I was I was broke while I was there, so like, I mainly had fucking I had a vape pen that saw me through the better part of a week. But like, whenever I could get in on somebody else's joint, it was fucking awesome. Like, shout was, out vape pens though yeah. for and that shout exact out, reason. Yeah. Daily driver, like. daily, yeah. <laughs> and also shout out people that share your weed, especially with travelers, especially with traveling entertainers. That's yeah, huge. yeah, because you know we're generally broke when we get to your city. I feel, <laughs> I feel like honestly, like um, retailers should have like a little side stockpile for. Uh, for entertainment like that comes to town. Like, yeah, you know, you come in, I feel like that'd be a really cool gesture. Yeah. If you could just walk in, if that was like an unspoken rule, you could just walk in and be like, yo, like I'm doing a comedy show here. And I'd be like, here's a joint. <laughs> be like, yeah, you just got to walk in with your poster, just like, yo, that's that's my name. <laughs> yeah, like, right. like, like a tax return. This is my ID. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, look, I, look, I'm here know, to collect the joints. Like, you're honestly the first dispensary I hit up, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, well, I kind of I, I, I want to throw this at you. Being um, the the comedy lab and creating sort of a safe space for comics uh, to come. Do you are you up against other comics who think you know your your there's something with freedom of speech that you're you know not allowing or I'm not I'm not versing what this question. What do the rights question. have to say about this? Right. Yeah, I awesome mean, inclusivity like, you, that you're doing. Yeah, and what and the what are safety your, you're causing? What are your thoughts as well? <laughs> they, they feel generally unincluded, uh, though there are plenty of dudes who are willing to change their tune when they come. Cause it's like, look, I don't care what you do somewhere else. Like, I'll give you one shot. Generally, like as long as I haven't seen you be horrible yeah. on stage, yeah. like I'll give you a shot like, at the get, mic. Get down with like, us. Like I won't necessarily book you at first. Like come do the mic if you can kill. Like nice. if you can kill the mic, I'll book you. Yeah. Nice. Like that's yeah. always been the standard. Yeah. And so and comics like, should be able to adjust as like, well. Yeah, yeah, that you should. should. Be a it's skill. Like that's the thing. It's like if you can if you can deliver material that works with my audience. Right? Yeah. Has everybody still enjoying? Because like my audience is always a fair barometer. Because like I don't even have to say something half the time. The audience will just be silent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you thought that was a punchline? <laughs> no, no, not 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 around here. Not around. And like it's new audience every week. Oh, that's but the vibe that's is maintained. Nice. So yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that energy is. Um, it, you you need to allow that energy to humble you. In, yeah. in comedy, I think. Yeah, you know? no, and that's the thing. It's like the audience is what should keep you in check. That's what we're in this yeah. industry for. Like there is no comedy. There is no like yeah. rap. There is no Especially a weed audience. Without 
audience. Especially a weed audience, eh? Yeah, yeah. So why do you choose to do comedy in the weed space? Because if you ask a lot of comedians who do like the normal rooms, uh, like I heard about a weed audience from stand-up comedians when I was just doing like <clears throat> other rooms. Like I did stand-up comedy first. I did like the comedy store when I was 20. Mm -hmm. That was a dream I wanted to bring to life. And I did and I thought that meant you were rich and famous because I saw Jim Carrey and Richard <laughs> Pryor there and that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you could perform problem. there four days a week as I did one week and you still <laughs> didn't got shit. You actually had to pay to be there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but uh, you were on with, you know... Big peeps. Yeah, Chris people Dealey who... and shit, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser, who's yeah. a fucking... He blew up now. Shout nice. out, Paul. Oh, my God. Um, but, yo, you choose to do this, this the stand-up comedy with the cannabis audience, and we do a series that's very cannabis-friendly in the audience, and, like, members of the cannabis industry are often there, and we're all high together. Um how the 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 diff, share, share the difference in your perspective with performing for a weed audience and a drinking audience or or any other audience and like why you decided to kind of create synergy with uh cuz you had a really great sponsor sovereign yeah, right sovereign. last one yeah sovereign boy. sovereign boutique sovereign selections they uh they they were Shout my out. sponsor yeah we uh, we got into the 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 cannabis show game together Oh, um, yeah. Is that your first venture? Yeah, first sponsor, first venture. Okay. Like, since day one. Why do you choose to do that, in that with that audience? Because obviously when you partner with that type of sponsor, you know that you're in with the 420 audience or you want to cater to that market somehow. I mean, it's... What makes that attractive well, for I you? I mean, it's on brand. Because uh, you're a stoner. <laughs> yeah. Because like, you're a stoner, yeah, basically. Like, it's just like, yo, I want to I wanna serve my people. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. You heard it here. Oh, that's, okay. <laughs> hey, that's so guys. nice. Thank you. Thank you. It, We're uh, looking to contribute here. <laughs> We're looking to fucking make your life better. Yeah, dude. Well, cause that's why that's why every show's a banger. Um, and like, I mean, you were there Facts. for the last one. The vibes were so awesome. fun, dude. Uh, it's so, so glad nice. that we got to connect there. Yeah, yeah. and like, I, I usually never sign off on a two-hour show, but that one was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was a for good, a good, good company. Yeah, it was good company. When he was on it, Angelica was on it. Yeah. Yeah. You were on it. Well, yeah, there was a little bit of belly dancing, you know. Yeah. Like, Precious Chong. Precious. Chong? Chong was there. Yeah. Tommy Chong's daughter. Sandra. Sandra. Badalini. yeah. Forget about it. She's so funny. <laughs> she was so. Her set was nuts that night. Uh, I could not stop. And the that reading, night. she turns everything hilarious. Like the fact that she needed to read with glasses, and that she just made this whole ordeal out of it, and it was just so funny. I mean, yeah. everything she does. She is. Yeah, she is a pro. She, she's gonna Pro's be on next pro. week. Like, yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna get very Italian in here. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to watch that episode. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> this is it's crazy. And then Puff uh, Mom, of course. Yeah. One of my favorite segments with Puff Mom is um, her facts. Because when he had a fact segment on this show, mm. and one of my good buddies, Matthew Santoro, is the fat guy on YouTube. I, I always seem to always have people in my orbit that just like blast out these mind-blowing facts. We used one. We talked I love about facts. one. I love. We talked about one today. We got rid of our old mattress because we got a new bed, and it was fucking so heavy, like heavier than I remember bringing it in. And Puff Mama has this fact where do you know your mattress gains like eight pounds a year from your fucking body? And yeah, that's from one yourselves. person. There's two yeah, of us. Yeah. And plus, Nuts. like gross, gross. Uh, yeah. And blood. I'm sorry, it just happens. Like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's just life. Like, <laughs> you know, live, it is life. Live and be happening yeah. on the bed. Like, yeah, thousand percent. Right. Everything bagels. <laughs> yeah, yo. Fuck. Uh, Monster. I was going to say, mom was always right. Don't eat in bed. But I just <laughs> never listen. 
Uh, <laughs> do, do you? Do you? <laughs> We're both so curious about you. <laughs> that was adorable. That was amazing. Because like you, you cut off at the same time, and you waited the exact same amount of time, and then you started again. <laughs> Fuck. Go ahead, babe. This is year three now that we're doing this. Almost. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, that's a beautiful moment. It was. It was. Um, do you find weed audiences hilarious? Because I find that I, I'm. it's kind of like a TED Talk almost. Mm. <laughs> Where I have their attention, but I and I hope they're laughing inside their heads, <laughs> but it's not coming they out are. on their faces. They like you. Well, no, that's the thing. It's like you just got to assume they are. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, the more you assume they are, and like I get a bit more animated. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a great idea totally. actually for a weed crowd. Yes, totally. absolutely. And like I definitely get, I get more, and like I, this is definitely not the right word, but I get more homey. Like I, I just like, like you said, it's like it's like we were hanging out. Yes. Like I definitely try to exude more of that when it's a weed crowd. Yeah. Because that's what keeps people captivated. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like so, everything is a story, and so you try to keep a story cadence, even if it's a short thing. It's yeah. like even a one-liner is a story, right? Like it does tell you something. Yeah, yeah like, totally. You're a great, so, you're a great host though, because it, it was nice. It was like, yes, I laughed at your punchlines and like great stories and like moments <laughs> you made with the audience. Like, there's definitely like things I was laughing out loud at, but a lot of it, like, because I, I was that high audience and I am that high audience, where I'm just basically thinking like. I like this guy. <laughs> like, I feel safe right now. <laughs> like, and you know, like, being a big black guy that travels around a lot, honestly, you bro, learn how to exude that. You um, have you have like, the tools to make people feel safe. Yep. And yeah. if you're like, you know, giving good energy, everyone's most likely gonna kind of take that cue yep. and just be vibes. Yeah. Like, like that's sick. exactly how it works. And <laughs> also, like, hosting is a whole different ball game. I, I enjoy it, but hard. like it is, I find it much harder oh, it's now. Hard. I mean, obviously, because I'm newer at it, so it's I'm well, less the, familiar. But the thing about hosting is, it's so not about you. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, and 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 your set is. Yeah. It's like, it's the exact opposite job. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, so it's just like, what am I? How do I balance this whole thing? Yeah. And then like, how do I balance actually trying to do material as the host? Yeah. And like, it's like, though it's not about me, it's like, it, but you got to read what an audience wants. Yes. Like sometimes, and like having, because like we do small audiences a lot at the lab, like our minimum is four for nice. the show. And so it's like, and it's a small I've space. I've played to two. Yeah. And like, I've, I've done the same. And like, yeah. it's a small space where I'm like, fuck it. Like, if they're down, like, I always tell the comics, like, this is what the deal is. And so it's like, if they're down, they're down. If yeah. Like, cause they, like, it's cool if you don't show up. Just fucking let me know. bring your A game for a, f a four person audience, man. No, and like, well, cause it's I've made small some fans room, I still have. Balls. Like, do fucking do a, a show for a stadium for two people in a dark bar. They'll remember you forever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It's like you got to make them feel like they're not alone. Yeah. You know? And like, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> well, because that's the whole thing. Because <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what oh. keeps people from laughing is feeling like they're alone and somebody's going to judge them. Oh. And if everybody feels like they're together, then like we're all doing this together. Like yeah. I'm allowed to laugh at whatever I want. And like you got that's that's one thing as a host. Like you got to be able to tell like if if people are pulling back. Like you got to be like, all right, look, I know. Because like, I have yeah. a lot of I have a yes. lot of dark jokes. I'm like, yo, it's, I, I know it's. But you can laugh. You can laugh. It's fine. Yeah. And like the thing is, is like you got to remember they they feel how you feel. So even if something doesn't land, like they're like, oh, that didn't land, but they're still okay. Yeah. Right. So as long as you do, like you you can then acknowledge that it didn't land. 
and that will usually get a relief laugh and you yeah. can restart something else. Yeah. Like it, it clears the room, you're good. You know? yeah. That's true. And, yeah. That relief laugh is such a crazy. It's instrumental. Like, yeah. Especially with hosting. Cause like, cause there are nights when I'm not on hosting. Yeah, and that's course. when I'm like, yo, it's really not about me. Yeah. I'm gonna do three minutes and then get the first comic up <laughs> yeah. and then I'm doing no time. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else gets more time. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's nights where I'm like not in a good, like if I had a host sure. and I'm not in a good mood, I'm like, yo, just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like, and, but like, it's still a good show. Cause like, as the host, it's not about me. Yeah. Like, it's about the comics. Yeah. And so, as long as they enjoy the comics, they don't have to like me. Yeah. Like, but of course do. I want them to. <clears throat> yeah. Like, and they generally do. Yeah. They just may not love me. Like, so, but that's you just said some cool shit uh, about the audience, and we love that you said uh, make them feel like not alone, and that's so touching and true. Just because, also recently, plus through this past couple of years, you realize that humans like really don't want to be alone, and it's not. Yeah, but like, obvi obviously, you're talking about <clears throat> in the moment. You're talking about the psychology of it, but you're also like leaning into the spiritual aspect of it too, almost like be, because like to make them feel or have the self awareness to know they feel the way you feel. So you got to program your vibration to a certain frequency, yep. and then also the psychology of having the patience to know how to manage someone's need to be like cradled or or like or or kept on track to to a certain degree. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't yeah. worry, we're all laughing together. Like putting that frequency out there. Like that's that's pretty deep, dude. Like that's like a pretty good like place to be with performing to know how to manipulate those moments. Yeah. I learned a lot of this in busking. This is something mm. that like fucking 10,000 hours can't lie. You got to yeah. get that shit in. You, do. you think you, you do. got the 10K hours? At this point? Have you calculated it? I mean. It's got to be close. Jeez. You went to Russia. Traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, There's yeah. nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, is like that whole time, it was like that was one show a week for a year. Right. Like, except for when I went on tour when that was like four shows. So that's what only did you three do weeks the in New York. Of the time? I, I would write and I would party. Nice. Right and party. I mean, so you were writing though, so that if yeah. that's if you're yeah. writing seven days a week, you clock some good hours. Yeah, I was doing year. a lot of writing, and like back then, I was especially when I was in Russia because you know Russia, very poetic place. Yeah. And like I was living with one of my best, I was living with my best friend who is a writer, uh, and so he was writing a lot of short stories at the time. So I was like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> I'll write too. He's my boy. We're all getting down. He can do it. I can do it. I love that. Hey. I love that. And well, because it's like I was, I was, I was very much like, look, you're, and like we, because we used to, we used to travel together. We lived in China together. We what? lived in Korea together. So then Russia was our third place, and so I was like, amazing. Uh, like so I was just like, yeah, you know, it's like anything you can do, I can do. Maybe not as good. Maybe better. We'll find out. <laughs> That's really cool that you like, you know, just. Just decided. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, obviously, so, like yeah, it was just something to do because I was like I was bored and I wasn't like there was a bit of time. But now I, you do copy. Yeah, yeah, because well, I got so like it. that skill became yeah. something even yeah. more. Like one thing leads to another. You strengthen out. You have a little patience to nurture a craft, yeah. and that becomes so valuable in so many different ways down the line. You just can't even tell. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like, but it's it's always the it's always taking the time to suck. Dude, yep. I said, you said, I put that on my note on Instagram uh, yesterday. It's like, I said, you got to suck for a while. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we talked about on the podcast too earlier yeah. this week uh, mm -hmm. with Josh from The Drip. And it was like, 
that endurance, that fucking thick skin yep. that it takes to get up. It's it's like the Rocky it's movie, like, like grind get it, through. You, you're, and just through the fire, through all the hits, through all the no excuses. Oh, well, like me, my like my 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 crew of besties, like we all have a we have a saying that I, I repeat to us always. Right? It's like this is just the montage phase. <laughs> yeah. Just in I think about mon- my montages too. <laughs> I like it. Cue the '80s music. Like, yeah. This is in our montage right now. We're just building, you know. Yeah. In my heart, like a better version of myself would have been collecting montage clips for the last ten years yeah. and just fucking making that bitch happen. <laughs> but I mean, they're here, you know. Like you were doing it's true. things. It's true. Honestly, it's go true. back in your Instagram archives. Like anyone listening, even like go back in your Instagram archives or your Facebook or whatever. Is just see whatever you posted. I bet you could make a montage of your life. I bet yeah. you could make a montage of my life. Go ahead and scour my shit and make something for me. I'll post it. <laughs> I mean, same things, but you're mostly gonna get like fucking posters. I've been so bad, like it, though so, I do, yeah, I do bad. marketing, but like I just the thing is because I get paid to do it. I generally don't want to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine with like building other shit. Like my own personal thing is like I'm I'm building other things. Like it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. I'm getting paid to do other things. I it's know fine. this perspective. Yeah, totally. Like, and so yeah, but now, because uh, well, I'm 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 trying to do one next thing, and like is. As soon as that happens, then like I'll be like, all right, I have the space to actually do my good own. job. Yep. And like I'll have other people on the other ones. Like I, I have like somebody who does my social media for like the lab. Uh, nice. Oh, you yeah, do? You like, good. Or, yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, they they are so helpful. Thank you again. Yeah. Amazing. No, so, uh, but you do the graphic design. You do that like a service. Is that what you mean, or marketing, or what's the service that you don't want to give yourself that you provide to others? Oh no, copywriting! I fucking hate writing on that. Oh, copywriting! I have, yeah. I have like. Do so you do graphic design of your posters? I do you my said? posters. I do all the posters. Well, that's uh, nice. And like what I revamp them every once in a while. You do what? Uh, like I, well, I just change them up every once in a while. Like, oh yeah, you for got the last you. year, all the shows were uh, like broken record comedy on Fridays, lost in the sauce on Saturdays, and now they're fucking uh, wow, no, fucking funny Fridays and Saturday night satire, and no, wait, Thursday is. Nice. Thursday laugh therapy. Yeah, mm. yeah alliteration. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing too much marketing research and <laughs> like. It's good. Those yeah. are the hits. Yeah, alliteration. That makes sense, it, honestly. It helps. Yeah. People like it. Like, even, like, I'm not paying for ads right now, but people are still showing up to shows. Yeah, good That's job. Brilliant. That's great. So, good job, like, man. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. And we'll put the link to uh, tickets to your shows Come through in the description Friday. below. Hey, what does your, like, um, what does your vision of success for yourself look like? Okay. Uh, so, ideally, ideally, uh, I have like a. I mean, it's it's looking like it's gonna have to be a streaming service, but yeah, Ooh. like whatever the the next version of a television Thanks. channel is. Um, Ooh. And then, yeah, because like we're we're beginning like we have a production house that we're starting. Uh, we're starting with podcasts and shit, and then in the TV show. So, yeah, we're getting into it. Um, and then I just talked with another production company who's basically like right at the same point. So we'll basically try to plan to buy everything that the other one's not buying. Oh. So then together we're a whole thing. Nice. Um, 
Okay, so, yeah. so production, creation. Yeah, creation. That's what we, success we, yeah, in your wanna, life. You're like, I want to just create and... Well, yeah, I want to be able to create. Like, I want to be able to never have to worry about working for somebody else ever again. Uh, and so I've just been strategizing on how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, read any, like, self-development stuff? Uh, I do a little. Um, I mainly... Or just, listen to? I listen to some, but like I mainly just like meditate and shit. And like, I, I was don't, gonna ask. Nice. I do, like, I try to do yoga. I don't do it that often. Mm-hmm. But like. But you meditate every morning? Uh, I do. And the great thing is, is like, <laughs> yeah. I have I have a lot of things that I do that are very routine, especially around the club. Yeah. Uh, when I first get there. So like, setting up the club when I first get there is like a little mini meditation for me because it's 15 minutes on my own. I'm just setting up the chairs and if people come down, I'm like, yeah, I'll just I'll come each other. Oh, but you're moving. Like, like I'm moving. But oh, like it's, that's cool. So it's a flow practice. When we talk about meditation, I specifically mean the practice of sitting like in sitting. stillness and breathing. And because when you meditate, you get your breath under control <laughs> and you allow your mind to stop focusing on many things. And that's not easy at first. It took me two years to start yeah. to try to put on a guided meditation. So as soon as we get up, unnegotiable <clears throat> for about half a decade now, more, and we get up 15 minute meditation, Have guided, put it. on headphones. And it's because it resets the central nervous system. I'm also like diagnosed Tourette's high on the autistic scale. So I'll have like a fucking meltdown by noon. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I will, like every day. Like, no, not every day. <laughs> if I don't meditate, oh, sorry. three hours in, oh, I'm like yeah. fucking on the bridge like it's that's, in, it's intense that's not wrong yeah, actually. yeah. If yeah. I, especially if i don't eat i also try to intermittent fast so Ooh. so it's like we do the fucking meditation like it is like nothing it's else it's medicinal can for you like, exactly it's the yeah same it is it's cannabis. weed yeah yeah, yeah. It's, no that's fair yeah you know, but no of... you the, you the um flow states that you can get I, in while being alone and walking and in motion there's definitely something special there too i mean yeah. i do like guided meditation like about Three times a week, I try to do that's it. That's fucking day, great, like, great man. Like average, really. That's like, great. Three times. Like, I it's, think that's it's, so it's good. good. But like, yeah, no, it's just like there are mornings where I'm just like, oh fuck, no, I gotta go. Like, I've got yeah. too much to do. Like, and it's even like it's it's five minutes, like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. So like, you are living done. in your ego identity because you haven't zapped out into the perspective of oneness, but you're still this nice of a guy. What the fuck? <laughs> I would not be a quarter as friendly as you or me unless I remembered that like we are all our own little individual conscious pods of God making decisions to focus on things. If I lived in my ego identity, I feel like I'd be so polarized. And you're not. That's so weird. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I, I found a weird harmony. I don't I found a weird harmony. I don't know how. You're uh, okay. Like a, yeah. Like it's just like I I I am I am happy with how I exist. I mm. I know I am on my way to where I want to be. Let's go! So that's the thing. You gotta just, ah. yeah, you, and you got, that's that's so nice. You gotta enjoy that journey, yeah. you know? Congratulations. Fuck. Cheers. Man, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, yeah, mushrooms definitely helped. Oh, uh, I was uh, just gonna ask, yeah. honestly. I was gonna say this is the perspective you get with our friend <laughs> psilocybin. We got some tattoos to commemorate uh, our, nice, you know, we nice. have matching when yeah, he has Yeah, I have it. one on the, I can't, it's, it's the other side. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's over here. Yeah. I was like, I saw a corner of it. I'm like, I don't know where. <laughs> it's there. But, but yeah, it's, it's totally there, there people. Earth. <laughs> yeah, I picked that spot, and then afterwards I was like, it's really hard to show people this. This is for me. Like, I was like, oh, I can see it, which is nice. That's, that's cool. cool. I mean, that's how all of my tattoos are. Yeah. Like, with the, well, actually, even this one, like, is for me to read. Dude, that hurts so much oh, in yeah, there. 
my face. Oh my fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh and like I fuck. almost got like so this is like drifter in Korean, but I almost got fucking vagabond by accident. Nice. Oh well, no. <laughs> well, cause like I had asked a bunch of people. No, I'm glad I, you got drifter. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I had asked a bunch of people and I was like, this means drifter. And they're like, yeah. No, fuck I was like, them. you must not really like me. What yeah, the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to get this tattoo. You understand? Yeah, <laughs> like, luckily, the night before, the night before I go to get the tattoo, I meet up with a friend from high school. I'm in Seoul. And I was like, yo, like, I had it written out on my phone. I was like, this is what I'm getting tattooed tomorrow. She was like, no. No, no, no. That, that's, that's not what you want. <laughs> and I was like, what? She was like, well, you just explained to me what you want, and that's not it. <laughs> like, it's very close. Yeah. He's like, but this means you'll never make any money. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want that one. Um, you, you, want, you want Drifter, so I'm right, homeless or something. <laughs> like, no, I definitely don't want that. Like, oh, my oh, thank God. God. Yeah, like, Traveler. <laughs> no home haver. Yeah, it's like forever homeless. Just boxcar hobo, just fucking never, just little sack carrying. With freedom without toothbrush. <laughs> I wonder if, like, everywhere that has a different language, like when English speakers come there, because everyone gets tattoos in other countries. I mean, it's like, yeah. So, like, that, that must be a thing with tattoo artists. Yeah. Well, that's they the thing. Must I, don't, be like, I don't trust the tattoo artist. I always ask somebody who <laughs> yeah, I have friend with. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, tattoo artists are have a care. group that are like, what's the craziest shit you've ever put oh, on I've someone? Seen, I've seen famous people with shit. Like, I saw somebody, they were like, uh, that basketball player shrimp fried rice. And I'm just like, oh, my. Like, I always wondered. I she always has, fucking wondered. He has the tattoo? Just, yeah. It's like because he thought it meant like hope, peace, and something, and it was just shrimp fried rice. Like, oh my god, oh my god, that's just so like, fucking funny. I mean, like if it was like chicken fried rice, you like G roll chow mein, just like. So they were yeah, just at a, they were at a Chinese restaurant with their homies, and someone took a picture of that on a menu. They got fucked up and all went and got tattoos that night. And he's like, "Get this, man!" And it just zoomed in on the menu. That's probably what the fuck it was, some shit like that. Oh, man. I don't know. That could have just I mean, been a tattoo like, artist like, being like, this is fucking funny. I was going to say, I can see like, a tattoo artist. I think artist, that there, like, there just, has to be a culture just, around that. Flash. Like, I can see it being a tattoo artist's flash. So it's just in a book. So they walk into a place, and they're just like, I want that one. Right? And like, because they can just write whatever they want next to it. <laughs> like, they don't have to put Google Translate. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, you, you mean to tell me, like, you think people don't lie from time to time? Like, what the? <laughs> you guys both think it was the artist? Oh, I mean, I'm just saying it could have been. Hilarious. I'm just saying it could have been. And, like, I'm not putting it past one because, like, I yeah. know I have tattoo friends <laughs> who would totally you do that. You have that experience yourself. <laughs> like, I, have, I have a guy who, like, he, he got a right. spork tattooed on him. A what? A spork. Oh, my God. A fucking spork right on the ribs. <laughs> just, just for the walls. Just inside. I kind of dig that. A spork. Just a random yeah. thing, an item. I, I have mix. only um, plants so far. Yeah, Only plants. Flower and a mushroom. Yeah. I have Ralph. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. And and Capricorn. Word. Yeah. I have uh, I have I have a couple, but I have my homage to Toronto. <gasps> yeah. Whoa, a raccoon? <laughs> of course. I love that. This <laughs> is fucking so man. fucking cool. Yeah. Dude, uh, we both have little creatures on our arms. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I, I love that, that dude. Yeah, yeah. And what does this say over here? Or is that? Uh, this one says. Or what is that? Ideas allow us to dream. Images allow us to visualize, and words allow us to express. Without these, man is no greater than beast. 
That's mm. such a good thing to have right there. Oh, oh man, that's a good arm to have it on. Yeah, yeah. No, I told the guy over the phone that I wanted that, and he was like, "I don't know if I'm gonna fit that on your forearm." Words is spelt with an e. Yeah, that's how I write it for my company. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like, yeah, even, we didn't even get then, into that. <laughs> even then, like, I had written it for like uh, I, was, I was writing. I, I was launching a clothing company at the time. Uh, and so I was like, yo, whether I fucking fail or succeed, it's always there. Like, I tried. And it's just always been the name of the company that I, like, wherever I am, like, that's always the name of my company. This is the name of your company, Words. Yeah, Word. Yeah, W-E-R-D, Word Entertainment, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I love Which that. is what your series will fall under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Word Productions. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Word. Oh. Word. I feel that. Dude, what a great episode yeah, this was. Yeah, this we has went been. places. Holy mm. shit. Yeah, warm. I feel warm right now. I feel good. But yeah, not, not not physically. <laughs> yeah. Just the right kind of warm. This right. is truly. Yeah, I finally cooled down. You brought me the towel and it's. Yeah, yeah. It was... <laughs> yeah, it was just the start. It was. Yeah. It was the sweat you were still triggering. hot uh, from was, outside. Yeah, it was from outside. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much oh, for being on. And, oh, and okay, where so can beautiful. we find you? Where can the people find you? Yeah. Uh, at Danton Lamar on pretty much everything. And uh, Word Entertainment spelled all out on most things. Uh, like Instagram, Facebook. Nice. Uh, we don't really do Twitter. Like, we've never really cared about Twitter. Uh, it will, like, we have YouTube stuff up there, too. Like, we've been running uh, Ava Alvell's uh, podcast. Oh, great. And so that's up on there. Um, I love her podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. And so, yeah. And so, yeah, that's where all the production stuff is. The Comedy Lab, uh, Comedy Lab TO on, on Instagram, and The Comedy Lab TO on Facebook. We'll put all Lit. this down yeah, below, all, yeah, everybody. All it's there. all right there. Thank you so much Make for sure coming on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, man. Love. Good yeah. things. Yeah. Very good things. This was fun. Yeah, I fucking loved it. We'll have to do an update and see where the shows are mm-hmm. at and what we do together. So say, I already look forward to doing the next one. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, subscribe. Tell your friends. Send nudes to people that you're allowed to. Be kind to your neighbor. Support art. Take care of yourself and eat, you know? Yeah, do <laughs> those. That's good. Any closing words of wisdom for the people? Uh, shit. No, I mean, just... <laughs> but put you on the spot for yeah, that I was one. Yeah, like, uh, Close out the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Say something meaningful. <laughs> try, to, try to enjoy yourself at no one else's expense. Mm. Well, that's nice. I think that's a good one. Okay. Okay, bye. Word. Bye. bye. <laughs> Weird. Discipline stoners. What's your discipline? You a stoner? That's cool. So are we. I'm high a lot. It's weird to finally say that with pride. I'm high a lot. Being high has helped me with my anxiety. It's helped my social skills. Well, it's helped me feel okay about my shitty social skills. It doesn't make my social skills better. But it sure does make sitting in that awkward moment in a social interaction a lot more bearable. You know, that moment where no one in the group has anything left to say, and you desperately want to yell at all of them to just say something? Being high makes that hilarious and not torture. It's a living from Anger Town. This plant just helped me chill out. Found focus, found confidence, 
all of a sudden I was productive, less protective, more progressive. Yeah, we talk about stuff like I'm a next sommelier, but this is about a medicine, baby. We wish everyone a mindful life. It's been a helpful tool for us. Whatever the route to peace, it's each individual's journey. And the more we communicate, maybe we can all help each other out. Love and light. Welcome to Discipline Stoners Podcast. With your host, Eleven. And my name is Winnie. And we are the gateway drug to mindfulness. collage of all the times like a brilliant person has said like it's medicine cannabis is a gift from mother earth cannabis helped to heal me those natural medicines that we use to help to heal us and of course they have this euphoric effect or can it's an alternate natural way of healing <laughs> And I just think it's so beneficial and there's so many good properties to be. That's the only difference in my life is I've added cannabis. The amount I've changed and the way our family has evolved and our relationships with my adult sons and everything, mm. like just all through cannabis has been, it's been amazing. It's part of my life. Like you said, you really can't separate me and uh, the cannabis plant. I use it medically. Yes. I have fibromyalgia, diagnosed with fibro very, very young, and I use, um, cannabis to treat my fibro very effect effectively. It was through um, an event that caused her major anxiety that I got her to take a few puffs. Yeah. And it, it helped. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, from being up here to being able to cope. You know, we've got naturopathic medicine and natural health products that rely on hundreds of years of traditional use. Yes you know, both cannabis and mushrooms technically fall under. Yes. Um, if you can keep it at that sweet spot and it's in a healthy way, I yeah. feel like that's... Yeah. that's <clears throat> it's, it's medicine. That's it. Yeah, I it's, think it's medicine. You, you have to like yeah. check in with your life that's and be medicinal. like... It felt like it complemented my personality. Yeah. Almost. Good answer. It's okay to use cannabis as their medicine. Mm -hmm. They no longer deserve to be in classrooms and here that they're using drugs mm. and they're bad. When this is medicine that is saving their lives. Yes. I mean, I would never put anything on the market that I wouldn't give to my mom or my grandfather. Those strains are fantastic for pain management, nausea. This helps like oh. with pain management. And I feel fantastic. Like, like I feel great. Um, <laughs> do so I attribute good. it to cannabis and cannabis oil? Absolutely I do. Relationship to cannabis right now is um, beautiful, growing, uh, most probably everlasting. I think this is medicine. Dude, 120%. I've got ADD and I I'd, I'd use cannabis to help kind of focus me in and kind of turn things off. Like, it very much is medicine. It was medicinal for me. It was, it was like taking a medicine because it, that's how it worked. And I don't know what's happening. We having a threesome in Nova Scotia. Three, two, one, and that's on. Good night.